everyone. Uh, this is my first time preaching, so I'm a little bit nervous, um, but you shouldn't have to worry too much because we're nowhere near as long as Dad preaches. <laughs> um, in men's Bible study last year, we've been working through the book of John. I assume we're going to keep going because we didn't quite finish it. Um, I found the book of John to be very deep, but at the same time, he gives us the gospel message quite plainly over and over again throughout the whole book. What I want to focus on today is, is the gospel message that Jesus is the one and only way to eternal life. So to start today, I'm going to read John chapter 3, verse 1 to 21. In this passage, we meet Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee who had heard of the miracles Jesus had been performing. So he came to suss Jesus out, see what it was that he was teaching. Uh, in this passage we're about to read includes probably, as Ellen just read before, probably the most quoted Bible verse, which is John 3.16 as well. So I'll read it now. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear it sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel and you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light. It does not come to the light, lest his work should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. In this passage, we are told that to see the kingdom of God, or have eternal life, we must be born again. Um, born, being born again does not mean that we just fix little parts of ourselves or tidy ourselves up a bit. It's a complete rebirth and transformation. Being born again means to be born as a new person, a new creation, one without blame and without blemish in God's sight. 
through that passage a couple of times Nicodemus says the word how 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 can we get this rebirth of eternal life stop looking because it's right in this passage for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of god later on in john we are told the answer again during the last supper in john 14 verse 1 to 7 jesus says this let not your hearts be troubled believe in god believe also in me in my father's house are many rooms if it were not so what would i have told you that i go to a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am you may be also and you know the way to where I am going Thomas said to him Lord we do not know where you are going how can we know the way Jesus said to him I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me if you had known me you would have known my father also from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Like most questions in Sunday school, the answer is Jesus. Jesus is the way. Most people in the world, and even some in the church, seem to live in belief that by doing good things, more than you do bad things, will earn your way into heaven. This is not the case. Nicodemus, he was a Pharisee. A man whose life was devoted to studying and practicing the laws of Moses. In his society, Nicodemus would have been seen as a very holy man. But what did Jesus say to him? Did he say, well done, you are destined for eternity, keep doing what you're doing? No, he told him unless he is born again, he will not see the kingdom of God. So what does this mean for us? Doing good works will not save you. Knowing the Bible from cover to cover will not save you. Salvation does not come to those who believe they are good enough. To be saved, you must be born again. You must realise that you as a person are evil. And the only way to salvation is to confess your sins and downfalls and have faith in Christ. Christ is the only perfect person and seeks a relationship with us. We cannot be in a relationship if we believe that we are good enough already. This should also influence how we interact with non-believers. If we are nothing without a belief in Jesus, then we should not treat non-believers as though we are superior to them. In the book of Mark, when people question why Jesus would hang out with those who are not seen as holy, he said this in Mark chapter 2, verse 17. Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Those who think that they are well would not go to see a doctor. If you are sick, you go to the doctor. If people think they are good enough in themselves through the good deeds they have done, why would they seek a saviour? Only people who come to realise that they are not good enough will seek a saviour. So as we finish today, I will remind you that no man except Jesus has lived a life which is free from sin. So don't forget that you need a saviour just as much as anyone else in the world. 
And the only true Saviour is Jesus Christ, the Son of God.